Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to this week's edition of the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. Unfortunately, the scheduled uh, interview with King's College Hospital RFC uh, had some technical difficulties. So at the last minute, I've pulled together a special best of, I guess, edition of the roundtable. Each week at the end of the show, we ask everyone uh, that for their hopes and fears for grassroots rugby over the coming months. And uh, we've pieced them all together and we've got an episode for you. Uh, we are going to record the King's College Hospital one again, uh, hopefully over this weekend. So we'll get that out early, early next week, uh, as quickly as we can. Uh, I'm really sorry, but um, we'll be back. Um, enjoy this uh, sort of best of episode. Uh, make sure you head to rugbystore.co.uk. Use the promo code FYBPOD for 10% off. And they've already got 10% off at the, everything at the moment, so you can get yourself an extra 10% off. So enjoy the next uh, the episode, and uh, we'll see you soon. We, we talk about the grassroots of the game uh, on this show. Um, there's you know, hundreds of clubs and thousands of players up and down the country who can't play and can't train. Do you have a message for them? It'll come back. You know, it's not not easy. It's tough times, but rugby is not about every single Saturday. It'll still be there for you. And it's not necessarily always on the pitch. Pick up the phone, talk to your old mates, have a pint or something over the internet, whichever channel you want to put it on. Um, And, uh, you know, stay connected. Absolutely. Couldn't put it better myself. So finally, last question. Uh, we ask everyone this, uh, one fear and then one hope for this Gallagher Premiership season. One fear? Well, as an ex-Leicester player, my fear is that Leicester get relegated. Uh, and my hope is that they don't. <laughs> there you go. Um, Special. I think that's time. All right, and finally then, gents, the last uh, the last question, uh, as we ask everyone, um, uh, your hopes and your fears for uh, for grassroots rugby uh, at all the club uh, in 2021. Um, so, I guess. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. <laughs> um, I guess ho- hopes and fears is, is uh, I think probably everyone's probably said that said this, but I, I think it's around COVID and and this season that you know I hope that we can get back to a lower tier where we can get back to training, back to seeing the lads and hopefully um, playing some rugby again, um, getting some fitness back and just looking forward to playing sort of rugby, whatever, whatever form that may take. You know, um, currently looking at no um, no scrums and no no malls, which will probably um, suit me as a sort of more mobile forward, but maybe not suit um, others. Um <laughs> And then uh, I guess, I guess <laughs> not pointing any fingers. Um, and uh, I guess uh, I guess fears is that you know that we don't get back to rugby this year, or you know, if even if we do next year, that somehow the the game's been affected. You know, that a couple of people decide that you know that they don't want to play anymore, or you know, 
we lose too many players. But to be honest, I'm more I'm more positive and more hopeful thinking. Um, you know, like Woody touched upon, we've got a few younger lads joining the club now. We're see we're still seeing lads down at training. I've not seen a massive um, downturn in player numbers or anything like that. So I think when rugby does return, I think, you know, we'll have guys on the pitch, we'll get back to enjoying playing together and um just just having fun out there. Um but yeah, I, th- I think I think that's it at the moment. It's just trying to um hopes and fears. But I suppose as a fixture secretary, you know, my hope is that this continues and I never have to organise a fixture again. My fear <laughs> is that rugby comes back and all of a sudden I have to do something. <laughs> And you, Rob? Um, well, yeah, someone asked me this the other day, so I'll, I'll go back to I think that. that was me. It was you, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know when that article was coming out on your website, but I don't know whether to blow it as an exclusive or or, or, or to keep your powder dry on that. No, it's so, fine. Yeah. Look, you, you say it. No, I think, like I said, I think mine's with Harry, uh, very much the same thing about making sure that rugby's there, but actually, my concern is. Um, I've got, I've played more rugby than I'm going to play going forward. I'm at that point. I mean, I'm 44 now. So um, I haven't got another 20 years of doing this um, as much as I would like to. I just don't think it's going to be there. Uh, so I, my hope is that once we do get back, that all the clubs that I played against in the last two decades are still there. Because um, as I said in that article to you, you there's guys that uh, I've known for, 20 years and I've played against for 20 years and I may not even know their first name and they may not even know mine. But I know that at the end of a game where we'll be in the bar and we'll have a drink and across that five minutes there'll be a little there'll be a little catch up on and a bit of news that we exchanged two or three years before that. Um, And my hope is that as you get as you get older and more ingrained into your club, the guys that you communicate with have a tendency to be more the linchpins of their clubs as well. So you, I hope that those guys are still around because if those guys are still around, then it means that those clubs are still going. If those clubs are still going, it means that we've got an opposition. So as much as Harry's hope is that we can still play the game, we also need to have a hope that actually we've got people to play against. Um, and... Uh, and my fear is that those people and those clubs aren't going to be there for, because they haven't, like us, we cut our cloth accordingly. We haven't got a clubhouse. We haven't got uh, a pitch. I hope that our relationships are strong enough so they stay on. But I, you know, you hear these, you hear rumours of clubs that are struggling to pay their leases and, and so on and so forth. So my hope is those clubs are still there. My fear is that some of them won't be. Um, and... As much as we all bemoan the opposition, without that, we're just training. And it's yeah. fun when you've not done anything for a year, but it's now getting to stages. That's all we've done since August. I want an oppo. I want an opposition. I want a game against somebody else. I want a game against somebody that I know. I want a game against somebody I know that picks me up by the scruff of the neck from the bottom of a ruck or a mall. And then you turn around and immediately recognise them and you know that you're going to go and have a chat in the bar in about an hour's time, so that's my hope. My fear is that those that those occurrences are going to be coming. Right. Um, we'll go around the table. I'll ask everyone this uh, for one hope uh, for for grassroots rugby or all the club, um, and one fear uh, for the next you know twelve month period. Uh, Ross, uh, 
you might we might as well start with you. Uh, yeah, give us give us your thoughts. Uh, so ju just the hope is that a lot of clubs come out of it with with new ideas and new strengths that can either be shared or developed. Liz mentioned we've we've landed with this inter-house cup uh, inter-house thing now where any new member gets put in one of the four houses very much harry potter style um but we're going to carry that on and we wouldn't have, right. we wouldn't we wouldn't have got to that point and it's, it will help down the line when our age groups are struggling for fixtures they can coaches speak to coaches so i, I just hope that that ingenuity that other clubs will be doing their, their own things um can 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 carry on and it doesn't just get left by the wayside and then fear is for the love of god i hope that scrums and malls aren't permanently abolished i've got a, got a sneaky feeling people like chris campbell and co will be lobbying hard to get scrums <laughs> and malls removed from the, the premier game <laughs> and that will never never happen i will mate chris loves them <laughs> Neil, we'll come to you. Um, give us uh, your hopes and fears for, for the next 12 months. Um, well, I sort of, well, obviously, I hope everybody's staying safe and, and, and looking after themselves. Um, but, yeah, no, I think um, if, we can, if we can keep the numbers we've got um, and, and bring the numbers up a little bit, then I think it, it, we'll have got through it in a fight both in the financial way and, and also um, in playing side. Um, the fear I have is that this goes on longer than, than we all think. Oh, we did do more wrong. We did do. But, um, I think this is here to stay. And like I say, without a scrum, I'm knackered. So, um, <laughs> you and me both. And the driving mall, that's the, the main thing. <laughs> you and me both. Uh, thank you, Neil. Uh, and Chris? I mean, the, 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 the hope is, is, is the same as everyone, is that we're, we're back out on the field. We've got, we've got people playing, but more importantly than that, we're playing at, we're playing at Leicester Road in front of close to a thousand people, which is what we get for the big games. Um, and it's a proper, and it's a proper feel to that, that Saturday afternoon, which, which everybody, which everybody is missing. Um, you know, we've we've it's been coming up. It's been nine months now, I think, since we had a, we had a first team fixture. So that's ultimately what we what we want to get back to. In in terms of fears, actually, my only fears are start to come in now. Is if we were looking at not being able to start playing in September, because actually, as a club, we, we've talked about a lot of the great things we've done. I'm really confident our player base will hold strong. Um, as long as we start going in September, it's only if that were to not happen um, that I would really start to worry about worry about the future. But you know what? Even then, I'd still back us as a club to be ahead of the vast majority um, of others because of, of the people that we've got involved. Because oh, that's what a rugby club is, isn't it? It's not. You know, we've got we've got really good facilities, but that's great. But it's the, it's the people who do who do the stuff that make a rugby club and, and keep the whole ship running. Uh, I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, thank you for that. Scott? Yeah, I mean, probably echoing what I said before, and I was hoping to get back to, back to normal, back to sharing a clubhouse with, with your mates and the club members and and, um, and then obviously doing, you know, all the stuff that comes along with rugby. It's not just playing rugby, it's everything that comes along. That's why we all picked it up, you know, that's why I picked up a ball when I was five. So, um, you know, nothing's changed. Obviously, we've, you know, we've got stuff to do on the field and we've got you know games to win etc but the whole feel of the club 
is is again what attracted me to Hinkley in the first place. So that's what I'm hoping for. And also hoping that no clubs, um, you know, have to have to close down or or whatever, you know, or regress or um, you know, every, every I hope that every rugby club can come out of this, whether that's with the help of other clubs or the RFU or whatever. So um, my fear probably is um, is probably the young players. Um, actually, I had a chat with the Leicester Leicester Academy coach today. And, you know, that he's got some kids that have been injured for a while and they haven't, they haven't played a game of rugby for two years because they've been injured and now they, you know, struggling. They've, I think they've had one game that they've been able to play. And, you know, those are the lads that, you know, that are meant to be growing and and being nurtured and, and they're the ones that are, you know, probably, I mean, everyone's missing out, but they're the ones that are, you know, probably that, you know, us old fellas can uh, can crack on and play whenever and, um you know, more of the, the net, even our players, you know, we're all trying to grow them, but at the end of the day that we're at our level, but those, those next ones that are the cream of the crop across the country are just not getting a chance. And um, yeah, I feel for them. Definitely. Definitely. And finally, Liz, uh, thank you for that, Scott. Liz, uh, give us your uh, hopes and fears for the next 12 months. Um, I hope that we can manage to play some form of rugby and keep the kids playing rugby. We're in a really fortunate position in age grade, rightly or wrongly, that whatever tier we're in, kids are still able to play rugby. And that's really important for their physical and their mental health. When you see them back on the pitch and everything else like that, you know you're making a massive difference. Giving the parents some respite as well from kids who are like coiled springs. So just hoping that we can keep trying to deliver some form of rugby. Um, until we can get back to whatever the new normal is and my fear is when we do get back to the new new normal whatever it is as i say is that the great british weather doesn't then scupper it completely because before we went before we went into this pandemic we'd had like the worst winter of weather for oh, i don't know how many years down at the club the pitches were really suffering and everything else like that and then to have this, and you're like, please give give us a chance. Just give us a chance. Have some nice weather, so we can actually, when we can go back, we can crack on it and get the kids playing and back engaged in the game. I've got too much more of your time, so I've got. Uh, we asked um, one question at the end, uh, which I'll, I'll come to each of you uh, for, which is uh, one hope for for rugby or for for the club in 2020, uh, 2021 or, or and one fear uh, for the game. So, Jack, we'll start with you. Cool. Uh, one hope. I think it's just like with what we spoke about earlier, just ha trying to or at least seeing that kind of retention of players. Um, for whatever reason, they've maybe felt less inclined to play now through kind of fears about COVID, uh, physical differences. I mean, obviously, there's so many reasons why you might not play rugby now. But um, hopefully seeing those numbers come back and adding to the strength that we are building now. Um, fear. I think it's the potential kind of adapted game rules of the games pushing away certain players. Like if there was no malls, no rucks, fear that the game would become like rugby league. Not that there's anything wrong with rugby league. But obviously we love the game that we play. Um, but again, that comes down to myself, to Tony, to the committee, to ensure that the environment we provide for players all the way from under sixes, all the way through to vets fulfills their needs, not just as rugby players, but as family members, as friends. Um, yeah. Do, do you think that there is this real worry that 
this isn't the, the adapted rules game that you know that we just about came in before before yeah. shit hit the fan um is what the future is going to be um i'm not so sure i think obviously we would like to get back to the kind of nuances of the game that we know we really enjoy and really like and i think to not have that would take away from the game. Whilst I think in the short term, we would accept those changes because it's just that little step closer to doing what we really enjoy. Um, I hope not. I think with everything going on as well at the moment with kind of concussion and tackle height, there are going to be further adaptations, I kind of assume. Um, but to take away the scrum, the more to know that people kind of grew up kind of applying their trade and protecting what they do take that away from them um, i think would be pretty difficult definitely agree with you nick uh give us one hope and one fear for for the next 12 months so i'd say my hope is that you know we can keep the momentum going that we had throughout last season like with the numbers with our game plans and just how well like we did end that season that what that you know we were going through the fear gonna echo jack here it's just that you know we all want to get back as players to the game that we have always played and that we love it's just yeah i'd say it, pretty much exactly echoing what jack said if it is just for a season i think you know that's okay but you know it's if they're going to change the game then i i don't know what that will do to maybe the youngsters coming up or the current older players that are playing for the senior clubs at the moment. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, and finally, Tony. Uh, well, I think your thoughts? Hope, hope and fear, I suppose. Hope, um, definitely that we get some sort of competitive rugby, that's contact rugby. The boys would be really surprised to hear that, I know. Contact rugby by the end of the season. <laughs> it would be such a shame, for example, that the age group I've taken since under sevens who are now under 18s all disappear off to university etc without having that sort of final season of playing together and having some competitive rugby and we can give them a good send-off and keep them connected to the club so i hope we as the boys have said keep that momentum that growth of numbers all that good stuff that's been going on we can keep that going and i suppose the only fear i really have is that some idiot in the vets talks me into coming out of retirement and playing but um, <laughs> that ain't never gonna happen <laughs> maybe one more match one more match. yeah There's one always, more game There's always There's one always more game, one more game. Yeah. Uh, finally <laughs> well, we ask everyone this is you know, it's a grassroots rugby podcast so we, you know, we want to ask the question uh for your um Hopes and fears for, for, for grassroots rugby in 2021. Uh, we'll start with Sam. Well, I think or, my... It doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to just... Sorry, Sam. It doesn't have to just be about grassroots rugby. It could be about the club. It could be about uh, the project. Uh, you know, we just want to know what, uh, what you're hoping and what you're, you're fearing about the next 12 months. So I guess for the project, I'm hoping that we do get that full UK coverage that we've started building because every extra care package is an extra key worker that's supported, which I think we can all agree is a good thing right now. 
honestly, my very simple hope for the grassroots game in 2021 is just that we get back on the pitch and it's not just touch or tag. Sorry to the touch and tag players, uh, but that's not why I joined the game. Um, so that's that's my hope. I think my, my fear is um, just that we're going to lose a lot of the traction that we've made and belated traction, I will say, in the women's game, both at a grassroots level and an international level. We come on such a long way in the last four years. Um, but my worry is that that could start to um, that could start to, to regress slightly. Touch wood. Touch wood, it won't happen. There's a World Cup at the end of the year. So hopefully people can uh, get on board with that. Uh, and Liz? Yeah, I thought echo uh, Sam's sentiments. I, I hope that this uh, that the hashtag really uh, sort of gets the community out there and, and get goes well because I think it is something simple that people can get behind. It's not difficult to organise. Um, but from a rugby point of view, I really hope we get back on the pitch. I say that laughingly because I didn't play last year either. Um, I, I'm a two game a year kind of person now. I'm getting a bit old. Me too. <laughs> um, but uh, it would be really nice just just to get out there and, and get the wind on your face and get your teammates around you. Um, for me personally, I hope that we get to scrum properly at some point this year because that's my favourite bit. Um, but and for the Rugby as a whole, I hope we do get some form of World Cup um, because I think it's really important to try and uh, maintain that sort of forward female rugby momentum. Uh, and Mahona, finally, finally to you. I think they've said all my fears and hopes for the, for the um, but no, it's definitely like in terms of rugby for NHS, like I just hope that we can get out as much as we can, like whether that's through cash donations or care packages going out, I think, you know, this could be something really big and I hope more and more people do embrace it. Um, I don't know how far we could go with it, but hopefully all the British Isles will be moon. doing it. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, but in terms of for, for rugby itself, I just want to get on a pitch and tackle someone one um even if it's just my teammates that's fine um, but i just want to tackle someone and um just hope i get to do that this year well let's hope uh, so but finally uh, uh, it's, uh, a, it's a question we started with uh that we ended with last week so we're going to try it again uh and we'll start with you danny um one hope and one fear for the grassroots game once we can uh get back uh my, my hope is that Players want to get involved more. And that's not just current players, that's new players, that's old players. Um, just coming down to their local club and giving it a go. Um, if the last kind of eight, nine months has showed us anything, it shows how beneficial physical activity is and needs to be for people. So that's, that's my big hope. Um, my fear... My fear is if we don't get back to some sort of normality in, in the next year or so, um, I, I do fear for the grassroots game and clubs individually. Um, but yeah, so that, that's where I stand on that and I'll, that's as far as I'll, uh, I'll go on it. Well, let's, let's, let's hope there's, there's apparently a vaccine now. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we can start touching that wood. And um, Matt? Um because of what I do and what we're talking about, my hopes are, are that there's an element of mental health training that creeps into coaching at all levels, at all ages, um, that yeah, there's an element of that that has to come in to pass your coaching exam um, or your coaching qualifications so that you can spot 
what's going on with people in your team you know it's especially at the younger ages because it's it's far easier to teach kids how to manage emotions and have a appropriate emotional responses to things than it is to try and fix broken people you know, as they get older and try and change habits that they formed over 30 40 years so that's kind of my hope moving forward uh, my fear is probably like everybody's and, and danny's just said it's <sighs> hoping that clubs can survive this going through fight whether it be financially whether it be through the amount of players that they have you know that when we come out of the other end of this and we are able to play again that you know we are playing people you know we are sure we are playing against each other that rather than having to travel an hour to to meet up in the middle somewhere so that there's at least a team out and about who you know those sorts of things so it's my my fear is that we're not that we are not going to survive um but i guess i hope we do so finally we ask everyone this uh we'll, we'll go to each of you but uh one hope uh and one fear for for the grassroots game or the club uh in, in 2021 uh anyone want to uh, take that one on first <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll go around the table obviously one uh, is that we get to play some rugby and then just swift, uh, swapping that round is my fears that we won't get to play any rugby until September. Yeah, I, I suppose yeah. I've been watching a few documentaries recently. My, my hope would be that the game continues to expand its reach. Um, I think especially into kind of communities where it might not necessarily have been popular before. Rugby is a sport for everyone and I really hope that it can build upon that. Um, my fear... Um, would be um, for the game itself is is that kind of um, reducing number of volunteers and people willing to put time in. I think it could be a real struggle for grassroots clubs going forward. Definitely. From from my point of view, uh, what I kind of hope for really is you know that as as Jack kind of mentioned that the, the game comes back to life for us and and. You know, it's COVID doesn't know what date it is. We're right on the edge of it being a new year. It doesn't mean anything to, to COVID and a pandemic, but we can still have a good new year whenever that is, whether it's in March or May, um, and and actually make sure that, you know, the Matt Ratana Foundation, that those things get instilled in the club. Um, my fear, probably, is I'm no longer a back. I'm probably a forward now. Um, <laughs> you, you've never been a forward. You will never be a forward, Craig. And actually, I'm, I'm just—I'm just too pretty for it, Sean. <laughs> I can't—I can't be doing it. And I'm glad that the laws have changed. I don't have to get involved in too many rocks or anything like that. All right. Well, I think I'll, I'll start with my fear. Uh, my biggest fear is that no, these no scrum monarchies uh, well last too long. Uh, you know that that's the only thing I can play nowadays in rugby. So, uh, so I want the scrum uh, to to come back as as soon as possible. Uh, no, I hope uh, so much hope, uh, so much hope uh, with uh, uh, with our this work with, with the foundation that we started. Uh, obviously, if we just just if we can set up a, a team of of juniors, and obviously we we can't play any competitions, but if we can just by the end of this season play a friendly and have fifteen of our guys, our juniors, playing against uh, you know a local team, that that would be that would be amazing. And obviously, uh, having the, the foundation behind us, 
and and get, giving giving this you know giving that back to them and say thank you so much. So that would that would be such a good result. So yeah, so that would be the hope for this season for sure. Right, so, uh, uh, another hope. Just, just to, I hope JC gets his long away try for Croydon soon. <laughs> have you not, have you not scored yet? Have you not scored yet? How long has it been? Oh God. Uh, well, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't, I don't even remember because I, I stopped rugby, playing rugby for for a while. So I think, uh, so yeah, I don't even remember last time I scored. To be honest, it might never have happened. Exactly. All right, then. But look, let's let's uh, let's look ahead for for 2012. Then, um, well, not 2012. That was 10 years ago. Uh, 2021. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. That is. Um, <laughs> in 2021, uh, we'll start with Mike. Um, hopes and fears for for either grassroots rugby or or um, or the club in in 2021. Uh, in general, rugby, I mean, at the moment, things are going in the right direction that we're starting to introduce aspects of the game that we're familiar with. Um, my big fear, I guess, is, is anything going to change after all this? Are they going to, ch- I know the, uh, you know, with the no, the malls and then in terms of how you play around the breakdown and things like that, you know, I know it's going to speed the game up a lot. It's going to be a lot of quicker rugby. Is it going to change the way it's kind of played? Um you never know. I don't know. You know, you, you have to see what have to see what happens. Hopefully, it doesn't change too much because I think there's so many aspects of the game which, you know, whether you like them or not, they're they're part of rugby union. You know, they're not any, uh, an amalgamation of other sports and other principles. So hopefully, that stays the same. In terms of our our club, hope yeah, I say we've we've done. I think we've done very very well um, uh, in the committee in terms of. Uh, keeping the club active, keeping it busy, both on the social part and um, the coach is doing fantastically well with organising training and making sure it's COVID safe. So having separate groups and the lights and obviously building the bells, which has been a really big focus for us as well. So we just hope that continues um, and we and we hope we still, we, we give off that impression that we are a very, very welcoming club and we're going to keep welcoming brand new people to the club and maybe people who've you like, say, like Jake said, who thought, oh, rugby, I thought I'd hang my boots up, but actually, I've had a lot of time to think about it. I want to give it a go and give it a go in a bunch in a club that's really fun, and very welcoming, and we're kind of like a very tight knit family. So that's kind of our hope for it. And I'm hoping we're going to steer in that direction, really. And Lucy and the Bells? Um, my hope is that we keep growing. I'd love to see a seconds and a thirds from the Bells in the next couple of seasons, um, hopefully. My fears definitely sits with I hope that women's rugby continues to get the visibility that it so well deserves given how successful things have been for the squads over the last couple of years and I hope that when there are and touch with there are no decisions yet for anything to be scrapped but if it is it's not women's rugby and the sponsorship and support that goes into it and I hope that that continues to remain as it is because that visibility having women's rugby on on the BBC for example the amount of messages I got from individuals saying oh my goodness I have never watched that game and it was brilliant to get that will only help grassroots rugby grow and grow and mm. more women participate. And not only that, but if you think about the juniors coming through the ranks as well, we'll have girls all over the country wanting to play. And so I just hope that that, that continues. 100%. 100%. Over, was it 2 million people in two games watch, watch the yeah. England-France games? That can only be good. It can only be a good thing. Uh, Stefan, hope and a fear for, for, for rugby or, or Beck old boys? Uh, well, uh, my my, uh, my fear is 
it's not about the club at all because we we have demonstrated to ourselves and to other people that we are strong enough as a core group and uh, uh, as a club to be able to keep on going. My 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 fears are other clubs are that have they been as fortunate as us in terms of location um so that we're, we're in a great catchment area uh for for rugby the the the, uh, the sad thing is there were a number of clubs last year who were suffering who weren't able to get sides out we've seen some big clubs a big old boys clubs if you were you know, five ten years ago were running five and six sides and now struggling to get one one or two teams out Will they be able to ride the storm and then be a, and then still actually exist next year? That's my fear that there may be fewer clubs playing, uh, or there may be the same number of clubs with fewer players, so there there are fewer sides. So if we're in a position where we can get four teams out every week, and as a fixture secretary, will I be able to find any opposition for them? That 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 is my fear. My my fear about the game in in uh, overall, uh, this business about the concussion injuries and now how everybody seems to be jumping on the bandwagon to sue somebody, it's a contact sport. You, if you get a whack on the head, you don't have to play. But that's one of the problems with professionalism, that the, 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 the players were forced to keep on playing even when they shouldn't have been. So, or, or, or were they hiding injuries to go out in the field to fill their boots, if you like, with cash? And I, I, uh, uh, that is a big concern because the nature of the game may change if, if all of the governing bodies have to end, end up paying out tens of millions of pounds in damages. Uh, and once you get insurance companies involved, they'll be looking to make claims all over the place. That's going to have an impact on youth rugby, mini rugby, and then it will come all the way through. So who knows what... <laughs> style of rugby we will have to play over the next couple of years now rugby itself evolves it's not the same as it was when i played um, a couple of years before i was playing you had to play the ball with your foot after a tackle <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the uh, scrummage has changed out of all recognition um line outs the whole uh, the, the, the area aspects of forward play have completely changed over the uh, uh, over the last 40 odd years uh, and and uh, even more so probably in the last 10 and there will be more change and that will change the way that the game is played but fundamentally a contact sport appeal, appeals to people who like contact they like uh, 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 i spent my life trying to avoid it staff all backs is space. They, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be running into players opposite them. You know, leave that to the forwards. You know, and, and let the backs <laughs> run around and, and uh, keep their shorts clean and, and <laughs> just have, have the hair, the hair trailing behind them as they scorch through at hundred miles an hour and just leave the donkey work <laughs> the big lumps. Yeah. <laughs> but all the big lumps exist in ten years' time. Don't know. Don't know how the. Um, my, 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 th th this club will continue. It will continue uh, whatever the nature of the, the, the sport is. We, we've been through, we have literally been through fire uh, and we always come out the other side and we always come out stronger. Arguably not as strong as we were 50 years ago, but we're a very, very strong club. 
and um, um, long may that continue. Yeah, absolutely. And Jake, uh, finally come to you, hopes and fears for the club or for grassroots rugby going forward? Yeah, I think a fear for grassroots rugby is there's been a lack of money generated by the big England fixtures and, and a lot of that money goes towards grassroots rugby. And I think rugby does have a problem at the moment with representation. And that's not just that's with touching on what Lucy said with female representation in the sport, um, kind of openness with race, sexuality. And I don't think rugby does enough to ensure that everyone has a, a good opportunity to get involved in the sport. And I absolutely love playing rugby. I've got some of my, my best mates through rugby clubs in London and back home. And I know if more people were given an opportunity to play it, whether it's because of their kind of socio-economic uh, situation or because they don't feel like they're going to be going into an open environment, um, I just feel like there's so many more people could enjoy rugby for what it is, which is an absolutely fantastic sport. So I just that's my only concern that with that loss of revenue, those initiatives around that are going to struggle. But but yeah, I think. Um, Going into 2021, the club is in a good place and I think everyone, I know I'm just excited to just get back playing on the weekends with the lads, having a bit of a laugh, having a drink and I understand it's not going to be exactly how it was 18 months ago, but but I don't think it's going to be long until we're we're back doing what we love and yeah, with the people that we're really close with. Um, yeah. But I'm going to ask uh, each of you what uh, one, one hope and one fear that you've got for rugby at you know at our level uh post this this december lockdown i will start with you gareth if, if <laughs> one hope and one uh, and one fear i think probably the the biggest fear i have is that when rugby comes back that it's not rugby union that it's turned into you know assessly rugby league uh something like that you know we play rugby union for the specific reasons of you know the, the proper contact the scrum in the morning and everything like that so that's my biggest fear obviously along with losing players um my biggest hope is that we just get back playing and as quickly as possible that's that's all that's all you can hope with because i think once once we give them that green light everything will be okay because everyone will just just jump on board and be like yes we're back now and then i think we'll be able to sort of build and and, and look behind on what's everything's happened and going forward, actually learn from it as well. Yeah, Jess, one hope and one fear. Yeah, I, I mean, I do share Gareth's fear. Um, it's, it's front row union in here. So I think we've, that's, that's the fear we share. Um, but I think my main fear at the moment is how quickly we're actually able to get out of this lockdown so that rugby can resume. Um, I think the furlough schemes today has been announced that it's extended till March, which has obviously yeah. put a fear in the back of my mind that we might be in lockdown for a little bit longer um, than early December. And therefore, what potential ramifications does that have for the game and, and community sports as a whole? And indeed, you know, the the clubs and, and how can we best support sports clubs through this through this time? But I think my biggest hope when we return is that coaches, clubs and players see this as an opportunity now as a free pass to be as creative as they possibly want to be. Um, you, you go mad. We don't have to stick to the set league structure. Um, 
go mad, set things up with your your local clubs? What can you do as a coach that's really creative and, and wacky and just see it as a free pass for the rest of the season to just appear completely bonkers from, from an outside perspective, but do something really meaningful? 100%. Uh, and finally, Dan, one yeah. hope and one fear. My biggest hope is that there's some rugby this season. Uh, as long as, again, as Gareth and Jess said, um, as long as we get back to um, something that looks like rugby union, I'm not not too fussed and at the moment as to what that looks like. Um, but my biggest uh, biggest worry is when we do eventually uh, return to uh, to playing full time, 15 aside, is the uh, the amount of injuries at uh, at gar- grassroots level that we may may find. Um, because if you ever look at after our first lockdown. If you look at Premiership football, the amount of, I think it was the Chelsea-Arsenal game, the amount of uh, players who were injured and they're professionals, um, the amount of players that were injured in the first 20, 25, 30 minutes uh, was unbelievable. So you know, having this elongated time out of rugby, our bodies are not going to be used to it. We're not going to have the old iron bodies anymore. Um, and it's going to be, the first games are going to be brutal because everybody's either going to be fitter or fatter than they were previously. <laughs> uh, you know, those the, the first the first hits are going to be absolutely brutal. I was talking to one of our scrum halves, Jamie, who's actually been commenting all the way through. Um, uh, and he said that as a as a short guy, um, he's he's a bit worried about, about these big hits as people are putting on weight or getting fitter. So um, that's probably my biggest worry. He's just worried someone's going to mess his hair up. He doesn't have any. So, uh... <laughs> what do you hope and what do you fear for sort of the rugby or the club in the next 12 months? Uh, for me, it's probably the same as everyone else. So I, my hope is that we see some end to this very soon, at least a, a target date, that we can get back to some sort of, whether it be fitness or something, just anything uh, at this stage, uh, I'd be pretty happy with. Like I said this to my house, you know, I'd be very happy if I can go to the gym Go to rugby, even if it's just for fitness, and grab a beer outside with six people, I'd be very happy. But anything else a bonus. My fear is, I think as a club, I don't have many fears for us. I think we're going to bounce back, uh, and I think we're going to bounce back strong, uh, and we're in a pretty good position. Uh, my fear is for the other clubs, uh, and and are they in a, a good position as us? And, uh, and obviously, you're only as good as your competition. So, yeah, that's my fear is around that, is how many clubs this is going to cost. But we'll just need to wait and see and try and support other clubs the best we can. Uh, but, yeah, just want to get back on the field. Whether I'm running or playing rugby, I really don't care at this point. Lovely. Uh, and finally, Matt, tell us uh, your hopes and your, your, your fears. Yeah, I mean, I think my hopes for us are that we just get back as quick as possible um, because that's what we all need. Um, but for the sport as a wider, my hopes are that we all take this opportunity to really look at how we can improve our setup and our systems and, and who we are as a sport uh, so that we can all get back and, you know, attract as many people uh, to the game as possible uh, to, to sort of, you know, fill, the, fill those, uh, those front lines and, you know, back lines as much as we can possibly have to. So I think, you know, there's an opportunity for us all here to be, you know, selling our sport. Um, you know, I think we could do that a lot better. Uh, my fears are, very similar to Brian, is, you know, uh, which clubs, you know, aren't going to make it through and, you know, how long is this going to take before we, we sort of lose people and the experience and the, the knowledge in, in the sport who from people that just won't come back and feel that they've had their time. So, you know, we, you know clubs are only as good as sort of their volunteers and the leaders and, you know, those people have gone off and found new things or, have, you know, realised that they just can't commit the time anymore. 
you know, clubs will really struggle and suffer. So both our IGR clubs in England, who are all small and who you know, need you know, uh, support of the communities, um, as well as sort of our Essex uh, sort of clubs as well. So I think there's a real fear around that. And I know it's the fear of the IFU and it's a fear that we all have, but we want to have good opposition and good games and get back into those structures. So we just hope that they'll all, uh, all come out of it strong. Um, Absolutely. How, uh, what are your hopes and fears for either the club or grassroots rugby uh, for the next, you know, the next twelve months, uh, we'll we'll go around the table, but we'll start with Eggy. So, for us as a club, um, being on the committee and everything, now we couldn't be in a stronger position than what we are. Like, I've read about the the other clubs and that in our area, which aren't doing quite as well, and I feel fortunate we're in that position. It is going to be hard getting everybody to come back after all this lockdown. Like, it's going to be over twelve months without any rugby. Um, that is going to be a difficult thing to do for, for the lads, especially married ones with kids. But we've made it the best possible. We put the club in the best possible position to come out of this in the best possible place it can do. Um, but yeah, I just think we're in a good place. I hope everyone else is as well. Uh, and Jack? Uh, yeah, hopes really. Just like Eggy said, we've always joked about Champions League, but we're really getting into kind of the top four, top two places in the league and establishing ourselves there. Um, Probably bringing through a few more Colts. We always have a couple of real good Colts come through each year. Um, get them into the into the senior teams again. And then the fears, I think, are just that first contact with a big number three running down me. And Nick? Yeah, same as the other boys, you know. No hopes or fears as such. Uh, well, I hope that all the other clubs in our league, are, you know, are all in a good place. We look forward to playing against them again. Um, but just, you know, hopes are that we can get back to the bar at some point soon and have a beer together because I think that is much needed and everyone's welcome. 100%. 100% much needed. Uh, and finally, Andrew, your hopes and fears for, for the club or, or for rugby in 2021? Yeah, hopes really. Just like, you know, the lads have all alluded to it. We just want to sort of... Get, get back to those good days that we, we always talk about and you know whether it be first game of the season at home with pack pack clubhouse or or you know last game of the season or whatever it may be and, and just sort of provide the lads an opportunity whether it's first team or lads returning to the game or under 16s under 6s the first opportunity to play the sport um just sort of you know provide a, a, everybody else an opportunity to do something that, that they really love and we really love as well uh, I think there is a few fears. I think we'd be we'd be silly not to. I mean, I've, I've wrote this in my program notes. This we do like a virtual program every month that goes that goes out via mail shot, and I've put in there. I think you, you, we've got to be forward thinking with stuff. You know, there's going to be a potentially a 17, 18, 19 years of age boys leaving the game because they've gone to university and they've not actually engaged in any of it, and there's been an easy way out or. You know, these lads who are really powerful and strong on the pitch have gone and run 5K every day for a year and they're not going to be the same in terms of their physical attributes. And I think there's going to be, you know, a lot of lads, we, we sent out a message to all our players. We, we purposely went through every single player that had played for the club in the last three years and spoke to them on the phone or via text message, just as a, like a keep in touch thing. And um, a lot of the lads who weren't engaged in rugby last season all replied with a very similar message, which was, well, I haven't played for a year. And I said, well, neither is anyone else. So it's the best way to come <laughs> back because you're all on the same level playing field. So actually, you know, there's, the, there's, there's that as well to consider. But 
look, I'm sure clubs in and around the community, up and down the country, have got little plans and what works for us doesn't work for someone else, you know, and I think everyone's in it together, really. As long as you've got a reasonable set of lads and women and committee members around you, I think, you you know, we'll be in a good place as a, as a, as a sport in general. 